This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. I'm just working on getting my headphones untangled here so I can get them on my head so I can hear what we're talking about here. Okay, there we go. All set and ready to go here on KGMI Connects, our open lines, open ideas program. 360-676-5464 is our phone number. And I have the bad luck of having to go on the air just as the Mariners are at the bottom of the ninth. And they're ahead at this point. If you haven't been following the game, and if you're wondering what the score is, 7-5 to five, currently, bottom of the ninth. Two, Mariners two outs away from uh, winning this first game of this five-game set, if it goes that far. But thanks for joining us here today. And as always, we want to hear from you. Whatever's on your mind, whatever your opinion may be. And I do just have to say, I got calls after our discussion yesterday about... Uh, we talked a lot about uh, Indigenous Peoples Day versus Columbus Day yesterday. I got emails uh, from people saying, uh, you know, talking about Christopher Columbus and how you know, this is crazy to talk about Indigenous peoples and uh, just relating the horrors of um, Indigenous um, civilizations here in the Americas before uh, white Europeans arrived and still— you know, th- things are, you know, in, in the ancient cultures, just like today, things uh, can be pretty darn brutal. Absolutely. And and nobody's denying that, I don't think. Maybe some are ignoring the fact that uh, some of the early American civilizations were, were brutal, uh, both to their own people and to neighboring tribes and groups. But if you think about it, there were existing nations um, – here in the Americas and uh, of all different types, some brutal, some not, some very peaceful and, and um, accommodating, and, uh, but they existed. And I guess once white Europeans arrived, they generally ceased to exist or to a good degree. And the Europeans didn't come and say, here, join us in our scientific knowledge and our culture and everything we bring to this new world, they basically said, we're going to conquer you all and take it all over and do our thing here. I just thought I'd throw that out there. Um, so, uh, And we don't have to discuss that anymore. But I just wanted to respond because I did get a number of, uh, of uh, follow-ups to our discussion yesterday. So, But always interested in hearing your take. Don't, don't uh, hold back. Also on the issue of vaccinations and uh, the Florida um, uh, uh, Surgeon General uh, appointed by the uh, governor down there in Florida. Uh, you know th- that he's made this recommendation that uh, young men uh, don't get the vaccination. He he claims that his uh, uh, I guess research of sorts uh, found that uh, mRNA vaccines uh, cause an increase in cardiac deaths or are um, are collated with 
an increase in cardiac deaths of men ages 18 to 39. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has responded and saying that he didn't look at this from a scientific a scientific uh, 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 perspective as uh, as is off is cited or, or as he uh, would have ever all of us believe. Um, and uh, the CDC says once again that um, that not getting the vaccine and being uh, vulnerable to COVID is is a much greater of a risk of uh, death or serious illness than uh, getting the vaccine. Which I, I you know I think we you know we'd have to just well we don't have to acknowledge anything. We can just say what we got to say here on KGMIX. That's what our show is all about. Let's get started with our friend John in Ferndale. Hey, John. Hey, Joe. Yeah, uh, that uh, Florida Surgeon General the medical school that he was affiliated with uh, has disavowed everything that he said because he's way out in left field with no no proof. Um, we were talking yesterday about the former president who stole all these top-secret documents and is refusing to give them back. And Mr. Trump went to the National Archives and he offered him a deal. He said, look, I'll give back these uh, documents if you'll give me the documents about the Russia investigation. And, you know, it's like people have uh, – well, anyway, if, if we think it through, because I, I don't have a chance to, like, uh, explain everything. But at the time when he was president, he had the right to look at those documents, but he didn't, Joe, because his White House attorneys – told him, look, it will be seen as meddling if you go and start, you know, and they they convinced him and they cajoled him and controlled him and said, look, don't don't mess with it because it'll it'll look like you're you're trying to meddle. and It'll make you look guilty in a way. That is the deep state. That is how presidents usually do this unless they're corrupt, like Nixon, where they direct their attorney general and they you know, fire fire them until they get the one that they want to do the things that they want. And if they're legal, then you don't have to twist anyone's arm. But those practices of the president not interfering in individual uh, criminal investigations, that's what Trump thinks is the deep state. I was talking with my uncle, and he's trying to convince me that Trump is the greatest um, the greatest president of all time, and not only that, the greatest leader of any country that ever existed or ever will exist. And I said to him, I said, look, uh, you'll never convince me that President Trump or President Biden, I'm, I'm just be, be because I'm riding with, with Biden, doesn't mean I'm going to say he's the best president in history. Anybody who's done any reading or knows anything about American history will say, well, it's probably a tie between who? George Washington and Abraham Lincoln. And Trump is actually saying in his speeches now that, you know, uh, a a guy came to me and said, sir, you know, because he always says that, sir, if, if, uh, if, if Washington and Abraham Lincoln were to be resurrected from the dead and form a, a political team, uh, you would beat them by 40 points. You know, the, they're, the, the, un, the, the unmitigated gall at, you know, at trying to overthrow our democracy is matched only by the unmitigated hubris of 
this of this man okay. who is our American antichrist here to destroy our system unless we stand up to it. All right, John. All right, there we our okay. <laughs> Let's go on. Uh, all right, the American Antichrist would move to a new level there. Uh, thanks, John. Let's go to Rich in Ferndale. Hi, Rich. Hi, Joe. How's it going today? I'm doing well. Yeah, Trump derangement syndrome is the real deal, and John has like a really bad case of it. I mean, it, I think he thinks about Trump literally seven days a week. I don't know, 12 hours a day while he's awake, or it's just crazy. Like, get over Trump. And it is odd, as much as he hates him and the left hates Trump, how much better the whole world was a couple of years ago, even before COVID started. Just the world peace and Putin and no invading in Ukraine and no death in Afghanistan of the Taliban taking over and killing all the people that helped us. I mean, it was, didn't Biden slip up and say something about we're close to a nuclear war? There was some... Something I heard a few days ago that he said we're close to a new. It was like a hot mic thing where he didn't quite know he was being recorded. Oh, he made like, this yeah, statement. Well, made this statement about uh, about Putin's uh, saber rattling about uh, nuclear weapons. But we were in a different state, and I don't. But I don't know that you can ascribe the or or, or uh, credit or discredit anyone with with where we are today. I mean, there are so many factors at play. Inflation. You think you the, think the though that you think whoever sits in the White House is the one who who causes all this stuff to happen, or because things have happened, bad things have happened I, it, during every uh, administration, every presidency, every. I mean, look what happened when not long after George W. Bush took office, and right. uh, I mean, yeah, awful, awful things, too. and uh, but. Uh, does that mean that the president makes this stuff happen? I don't know. Well, then I don't know. If you that's can. The case then Trump didn't do nothing wrong either because he's not that powerful, and presidents well, have all these problems. And right, I mean, it kind of goes both ways. Sure. Yeah, I think I think that's fair. Yeah. So what I wanted to talk to you about was uh, what you were saying about the Florida Surgeon General. Yeah. So he he went to medical school. He must have some sort of medical background. Oh sure. But but if, if but if he doesn't agree with everybody on the left, he you just discredit his education and discredit him as any kind of a doctor, and he just doesn't know anything. But that that's what I hear. Well, he you know, that's what I would say is he's basically he's so out, he's way outside the, the and and I guess when it comes to something as important as medic, you know, medicine and and people's health and, and what we, how we uh, face off a, a pandemic or an illness as serious as COVID, I think we kind of stick with the mainstream. And it's sort of like cancer. I mean, there have been alternative um, uh, cures, quote unquote, for cancer or treatments for cancer that yeah, I remember, have you ever heard like something with peach pits years ago? I remember like, and didn't, I think Steve McQueen, the actor, didn't he, he went to Mexico to get some Weird, weird treatment for his lung cancer that had no effect in it. You've I mean, heard of homeopathy, homeopathic. Oh yeah, medicine. oh yeah. Uh huh. So sure. that is not part of Western medicine. It is not part of big pharma or doctors. Right. Yet it does work. I've known several people that have had cancer and lived three times as long as the doctors told them they would because they went and sought additional homeopathy, which is natural stuff. So we credit. I don't know why the left 
thinks the CDC is God Almighty and knows everything. And there are doctors that disagree. Uh, the FLCC, Frontline Critical COVID Care Alliance, they totally disagree with it. The, and they've all been kicked out of the medical associations. They've got a nonprofit. And they went to the same schooling as everybody else. They've worked in hospitals. And so when a, a surgeon general or a doctor does not agree with the mainstream, you just they just get wrote off. You're just you're a denier. If you did, you, there's no. I think a doctor should be allowed to disagree. They have a medical opinion. But I think why you, would all doctors have to agree? That you just have to admit that, and in most of these cases, these doctors who are speaking out are doing so to for some sort of gain. They're no, they're speaking. Gain. They're outside. They're, uh, totally now, wrong. This totally this wrong, Doctor Lapido so or however you pronounce his name the, in Florida. I mean, he wouldn't have this job. You know. Uh, uh, DeSantis wouldn't no. have given him this job if he didn't have this position on, on COVID. I mean, that was Joe, the whole thing. The vast majority of doctors that speak against the system lose their jobs. I don't know about they, that. Yeah, but the FL, they get kicked off the boards. The FLCCC people, most of them were, they've had credentials yanked to the insurance canceled. Well, but, when you speak out, if, it costs you. That makes you very likely to be right. Because, because you're, you're probably everything. opening up your organization to to legal legal uh, jeopardy because no, here you are, you're, you're telling people to not worry about a, an illness that can be, that is very, well, you know, can very likely be fatal. And so, so what you've done and what I've just, done, Joe, we're both know. fine. So the proof of this being total BS is you've taken all the shots, you're fine. I've taken none, had COVID, and I'm fine. So that tells us everything they've been saying is BS. It does not. Because we're it both doesn't. fine. We're not sick and dying. But There's more people dying of two, opioids than COVID. COVID two, was the biggest but made up. Rich, we're two people. One million, over a million people in America have died from this illness. And Times point three. I, that is I not haven't, a correct number. I haven't gotten heart from. disease. That doesn't mean heart disease isn't a killer. I haven't gotten come down with cancer, but millions of people have died from cancer and are and th- yes, tens and of thousands are diagnosed with it correct. every day. But that doesn't ignored. mean that there's nothing to it. I mean Well, but that doesn't mean you shut down the economy and ruin the economy and print money and shut everything down and Okay, we okay, now we're opioids. All right, Rich. Right. Now we're kinda of getting off on a tangent, but I appreciate your call. Thanks a lot. We got other folks on the line. We've got a bunch of things to talk about here on KGMI Connection. We hope you'll join us. Three six zero six seven six five four six four. And darn it, the Mariners lost uh walk out walk off home run, uh won it for Houston today. But we'll be back for game tomorrow, uh, game two on Thursday, I guess, is uh, the next time the Mariners take on Houston. And we'll be back in just a moment here on KG Mike Connects. Our phone number 360-676-5464. AirTech Heating is a premier Linux dealer celebrating three decades of serving our community. They'll install the perfect system to keep you warm all winter long. As a premier Linux dealer, whether you need maintenance or a new furnace, heat pump, ductless heating system, or a new gas fireplace, you can always count on the experts at AirTech Heating to give you an honest estimate on the best system for your home. Call AirTech Heating to Today at 734-5010 and online at airtechheat.net. Are you on Medicare? Hi, this is Marcia Neal with Vibrant USA. The Medicare annual enrollment period is underway. This is the time of year to review your Part D prescription drug plan or Medicare Advantage plan and make changes for January 1st. If you need assistance reviewing your plan options this year, give Vibrant USA a call at 866-733-5111. There is never a fee for our service and our friendly agents will be happy to assist you. 
just this year, Starbucks had to close stores here in Washington state because it became too dangerous to ask employees to work there anymore. Think about that. I'm Tiffany Smiley, concerned mom and veterans advocate, and I'm running for Senate because I've had enough of this crime crisis and the politicians that have allowed it to happen. Our communities have become less safe because for decades, reckless politicians like Patty Murray sought to defund the police, voted against funding to fight fentanyl and opioid trafficking, and gave stimulus checks to criminals instead of addressing the problem. These failures have led to shortages, inflation, and so much crime that you can't get a cup of coffee from the hometown shop, even if you could still afford it. 30 years in the Senate, and this is what she has to show for it? If Patty Murray won't do the job, I will. I'm Tiffany Smiley, and I approve this message. Paid for by Smiley for Washington. For 76 years, DeWard & Bodie has been the largest independent appliance and mattress retailer in Whatcom and Skagit counties. But the truth is, being bigger isn't always better. Being better is better. That's why DeWard & Bodie doesn't only bring you the largest selection of appliances, the largest team of service technicians, and the largest fleet of delivery teams. They bring you the absolute best. The best reviewed and the most reliable major home appliances, barbecues, and mattresses from the industry's leading brands. They service the products they sell with factory-certified technicians, keeping you covered with worry-free warranties up to five years. Plus, they offer professional delivery and installation, and they'll even haul away the old stuff. Shopping at DeWard & Bodie means supporting local. To celebrate 76 years of their commitment to our community, DeWard & Bodie is matching donations up to $10,000 to Whatcom and Skagit County's Blue Skies for Children during their 76th anniversary sale. DeWard & Bodie, your original local appliance store since 1946. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Tuesday, and let's go right back to the phones. Bruce in Bellingham joins us. Hi, Bruce. Hi, Joe. Yeah, I'd like to talk a, a few moments about uh, President Biden and the cognitive test. Uh, in light of his, of all of his gaffes and his, and his missteps, and uh, uh, Dr. Ronnie Jackson, who's the ex-presidential doctor for Obama uh, and Trump, now resi- now as uh, acts as a congressman, uh, thinks that Biden should undergo a cognitive test. When when he tried to channel that deceased representative lady from Michigan after that car crash in in uh, I think it was Pennsylvania, uh, that was to me that was very strange. Uh, I I think he should uh, once and for all get a cognitive test and put this thing to rest. Okay. All right. We'll pass that along to the White House. I. I, I all right. But okay, I, I, feel, I think you have to be fair. I mean, everybody makes gaffes and and uh, mistakes that uh, that they cringe about later. But oh well. Uh, let's go to Carol and Everson. Hi, Carol. Bye. Hi, Joe. Hi, Carol. What's what are your thoughts here today? Oh, I just called to talk to you about the 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 doctor situation. Okay. And I know you uh, had compared COVID to cancer. Well, I didn't then, compare it. I was just talking about, well, you know, just in, in, in the context that we're discussing 
a serious yeah. illness. And, you know, the, the idea that because I didn't get it and I got vaccinated and our other caller didn't get it and he didn't get vaccinated, that it's not an issue that or it's not a it's not a danger. I mean, and no, I and, neither and of I, us have had any of those haven't have gotten cancer. You know, that was and, what, and I, haven't, okay. I, I haven't gotten cancer. I haven't gotten covid. I haven't been vaccinated. OK, but when you go to your doctor, you go to a doctor that you trust. And if you go to and you do have cancer, if you have cancer and you go to your doctor and your doctor says, I think this is the right treatment for you and lays it out what the treatment is. And you get to decide if that's what you believe and want to trust. You could go to someplace like Cancer Centers of America, and it may be different treatment than what you would get at, say, MD Anderson in Texas. And so I would like my doctor, when I went to her and asked her, you know, what about this vaccine? She said, it's not without risk. And we talked about it. And we decided that I am not going to take the vaccine. So okay. my doctor could be afforded the same consideration as a doctor that says, um, I recommend the vaccine. But that's not the way it's going. Dr. Paul Merrick, who was uh, back east in Virginia, he was fired because he wanted to treat peace treat people differently than what um, mainstream medical teams told him that he had to do. And so, and I think that's wrong. If you trust your doctor, you should be able to do what your doctor tells you. And, and being, as they went through all of the same training and education, they should be afforded that privilege to be able to treat their patients the way they see fit. I guess, though, I see, I mean, being fired, that means he was working for, and I'm not familiar with the doctor that you brought, that you mentioned, but, I mean, that means that that doctor was working for an organization that then says, we don't, we haven't seen any, any, uh, and I'm just, I'm, I'm just surmising here that uh, they hadn't seen any evidence that what he was re- recommending for his patients was going to have any effect, and then the organization said, we can't allow this to go forward under our purview. We can't be involved in this, and so we're going to let you go. I, I, I you know, and I, so, so, it, so do you feel that, that it, what they're doing in California is valid as well, where they can say that if you don't, uh, if the legislature can deem what is correct for a doctor to say, and if they don't say it, that their license is, is revoked. I don't know that the California legislature has done that. Um, they've introduced a bill to do just that. Well, maybe they've introduced a bill, but I think I think a medical organization like um, you know, like a, a the AMA, for instance, the American Medical Association, should definitely have a voice. And at the same time, I think uh, you know, health organization. I, I mean, you look voice? at you look at Peace Health. Um, they said that pretty early. They said before the government said you had to, you know, before there were any governmental mandates for vaccination. They said, okay, everybody who works for us has to have a vaccine. It has to be vaccinated. So, and since, and since Obamacare came in, how many private practice doctors do you know of? Oh, I, I, I don't, I don't know how to answer that question because I didn't have an idea of private practice doctors before that. I guess I mean, what's a private practice doctor? Someone who has a, a an office outside of a hospital? I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. or outside of an organization, a health care organization. I have a doctor here out here in the county, Doctor Spady. 
he was a private practice doctor. There was private practice doctors everywhere around this county. But when Obamacare came in, they required so much paperwork that private practice doctors couldn't afford to stay in private practice because they had to hire so many people to support the requirements of Obamacare. So now all of your doctors are associated with Peace Health or Regency or Humana. You know, all, all the doctors now are in these large groups because they can't afford to be in private practice. And it's unfortunate because now they're forced to tell you what their group says that they will say, whether they believe it or not. Well, I, and I, I think that's just wrong. I, okay. I, pay, right. I, pay for, I pay for medical care over and above. I, I'm your age. I'm on Medicare. I pay out of pocket to go to a doctor that I trust, and I should be able to do that as a free private person. Okay. Well, I, I would agree with that. I think as long as the doctor isn't telling you stuff that just is not is ultimately hey, going to be I, I, damaging I to her. your health. I trust her, Joe. I've been taking I've been taking ivermectin for over two years. I don't know Prescribed why. I don't know why you do that, but that's your choice, I guess. If, there if, you go. If Isn't they'll get the it for you, I mean, I Isn't I don't know truth? why no, you'd you be doing what that. You, what you just said, it is my choice. Okay. And it should remain my choice. The government should should not be able to go in and tell pharmacies that they can't fill an ivermectin prescription. What? Well, I, I don't know that Is pharmacies pharmacies. I don't know if they can't won't fill a, a prescription if you actually oh, get absolutely. a prescription. But absolutely, that happens. I mean, if you get prescribed ivermectin for a par- parasitic infection, then it then it makes sense to me. But if you're getting prescribed <laughs> ivermectin for COVID, I think that's a little bit. Kind of kooky, uh, but I I'm just that. But I'm not I'm not calling you kooky. I'm you, you can do what you want to do, and I'm not saying you shouldn't. They do, but they I do that, I hope I wish you the best, Carol. Label prescriptions all of the time, Joe. Oh, I know, but ivermectin has not been shown to be effective against COVID, except for can you prove the, the, that? Some, well, yeah, just just do some reading. I mean. Don't oh, read, don't there's read the quacks. There are quacks. That, that's where the term you came know, you from. Know where, you know what I read? I read studies from the NIH. And they, the NIH, but, you know? But the NIH hasn't endorsed ivermectin for COVID? Read the studies, Joe. Okay, I'll go back and read. Carol, thanks for your call, and I hope hope you stay healthy. I, I don't know what ivermectin does bef- to you besides whatever it's supposed to do, but I, I, I hope it's not bad. But I, And I'm just saying that. I have nothing to, to base that on as far as side effects or anything. But um, I'll take a quick break. Be back with more. We've got a bunch of folks on the line, and we want to hear from you. 360-676-5464. Now you can mow, dig, grade, haul, and more with the perfect solution for your property, a Branson tractor. Save your back and your wallet with one of our compact but powerful tractors here at Farmers Equipment Company. Stop by and choose from our full line of Bransons to take on your toughest tasks. With tractors from 19 to 55 horsepower, we have a Branson compact or utility tractor that is perfect for you. Want to use a rotary cutter to tame that tall brush on your property? You can do that. 
What about snagging a scoop from that pile of gravel to maintain your driveway free of potholes? You can do that too. Branson's six-year warranty along with our factory trained technicians will make sure your new tractor is always running great. Get the tractor you want and the peace of mind you need at Farmers Equipment Company. To learn more, visit us online at FarmersEquip.com or stop by our locations in Linden or Burlington today. Farmers Equipment Company, serving the Pacific Northwest for over 86 years. Silver Reef is unboxing even bigger giveaways this year with $80,000 in prizes. Craving cash and free play fun? Well, here you go again. Win your share every Saturday in October with hourly drawings from 5 to 8 p.m. Claim one free daily entry plus additional entries when you play using your Reef Rewards card. Use your card to save at the pump, too, with up to 25 cents off every gallon of gas. Silver Reef Casino Resort, located off I-5, exit 260. We've got that. What does your dream getaway have? Luxury hotel rooms, elegant suites, and relaxing spa? We've got that. World-class Wine Spectator Award-winning steakhouse? We've got that. Washington's premier golf destination? We've got that. How about the newest slots, table games, and exciting promotions? Oh, yeah, we've got those, too. Visit Silver Reef Casino Resort and hit the getaway jackpot. Silver Reef Casino Resort, located off I-5, exit 260. We've got that. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. A properly operating furnace will guarantee that you stay comfortable as the seasons change. Contact West Mechanical Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electric for a system inspection today at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. we got some callers been hanging on for a while. Let's go to Robert in Bellingham. Hi, Robert. Hello. I got two two things to talk about. One is the uh, holiday, either Indigenous People's Day or, or Columbus Day. I got to thinking that um, there's only so many days in the year that... There are holidays, so uh, as maybe we could uh, rotate them, and we face holiday gridlock now. And maybe we could, if if there's controversy or we're getting to where we're learning more about Columbus and we don't like him, I mean, some people still do, but uh, there's a limit of holidays. Maybe we could reassign a holiday to a new person, like someone called up and suggested Neil Armstrong. Now, that would be a a good way to, um, I mean, we could rotate out the holidays, so to speak, and put new people in some of the holidays because the history goes Maybe a, Apollo 11 day, we, you know, if we're talking yeah. about uh, exploration, yeah, I mean, uh, to, 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 uh, to acknowledge not just the, the first person to step on the moon, but all the people that were part of that and the effort to get there and... Uh, that played, you know, in really important roles in that whole process. Well, just an yeah. idea. Yeah, that's well, not a bad one. We could swap swap out Columbus and put in uh, Apollo Eleven. There you go. And the the other thing I was thinking about is I'm 
I believe in smaller homes and downsizing to some extent. I live like in a studio apartment myself and ride a bicycle and all of that. Well, my brother is similar to me in a lot of ways, uh, thinks about the environment a lot. And they had a house while he had his family with his family and his wife. It was a pretty good size house. It wasn't huge, but they sold it and made quite a bit of money on it. And then they bought a smaller house after the kids retired. Uh, moved away, they got a smaller house, and then they used the extra money to put in solar panels on the roof of the house and uh, all-electric car. Mm -hmm. So he now, when people are struggling with the gas prices, he's able to drive on sunlight most of the time. Sometimes he uses the charging stations, but most of it's on sunlight. Yeah, that's yeah, sun, that's pretty awesome. I mean, he paid. Yeah, I was paying for the uh, the the solar panels, of course. But uh, other than that, I mean, that that makes a lot of sense. And what you're saying too makes sense to me. I mean, maybe we that's we need to move away from these gigantic houses. And I always wondered why somebody wants such a big house. I I've, I've got more house than I can deal with. It seems, and I you know just maybe a, a smaller place. Um, but yeah, thanks for your thoughts, Robert. You know, when the family moved away, uh, you know that when they downsized, the uh, got a smaller house, but it's still comfortable. But now he's all solar, pretty much. Was able to pay for the solar panels with okay. the profit he made from the bigger house. All right. Well, that's a, that's a, sounds like a pretty pretty nice setup. Uh, thanks for your call, Robert. Let's go to Doug in Bellingham. Hi, Doug. Doug? Hey, Joe. Thanks. Hello. Yeah, Thanks go for ahead. Me on. You bet. Go ahead. Uh, I believe that the uh, the main uh, cause of our, our various health problems is uh, uncried emotional tears uh, from trauma. And one of the better ways of dealing with that is through fasting. Hmm. Uh, there, there are numerous benefits to fasting, and, and one of the things it does is it allows us to cry out the tears of our trauma. We literally get addicted to food as a way of trying to deal with the stress of past trauma. And, um, of course, it's very unhealthy. And uh, so in fasting, um, the body returns to that earlier state of innocence, and the tears come out from the trauma. And they're also saying that that, uh, fasting challenges the body to, to live more efficiently. It's kind of like uh, exercise, that exercise challenges the body to live more efficiently, and fasting challenges the body to live more efficiently, and, and uh, cognitive challenges, learning, uh, they're, they're all similar benefits, fasting challenges, exercise challenges, and cognitive challenges. They all have similar benefits in, in returning uh, us to our, our more innocent and, and healthy way of living. Okay. How, how often do you fast? Well... It's it's a work in progress for me. Um, I, I uh, was severely abused as a child, and, and I was taught to vastly overeat. Like three meals a day plus snacks is way overeating. Uh, what we really need to do, at least this is this is what I think, is there's an intuitive sense that the body has about what it needs, what it really needs to eat, and what it doesn't need to eat, and. As my tears come out, I'm getting more connected with this intuitive sense of, of the foods that are actually healthy for me and, and, and the ones I need to let go of. And uh, the other thing, 
I, I'm trying to move towards one meal a day. I, I, I literally believe that one meal a day is plenty. And as my body learns how to adjust to that one meal a day, um, I'll get more efficient and, and I won't be eating all these extra calories. And, and they say that a lot of the overeating of food is causing a lot of problems with the brains because uh, the, the, the stress that we're under because of past trauma, in addition to the added food, causes huge amounts of inflammation. Every, mm. every time we eat, the body gets inflamed. Mm. It, it's, it's a, a, uh, a high-stress event to eat. It, it, eating is not easy for the body. So every time we eat, the body gets inflamed, and, and that inflammation goes throughout the body. And so fasting is helping the body to find a normal way of eating, a, a, a more innocent, I like the word innocent, a more mm-hmm. innocent way of eating so that we're, we're living a healthier uh, uh, lifestyle. All right. All right. Thanks, Doug. And um, yeah, good luck. I I don't know. I was thinking that if I was fasting, it might add stress to my life. <laughs> but, uh, but you're right. I mean, overeating is pretty well documented to be a, a health issue, uh, a negative health issue for so many of us here in this country and, well, in the world, really, for that matter. Thanks for your thoughts, Doug. Uh, D- Tim and Everson's been hanging on forever. Tim, hi. Yeah, <laughs> I've been for on staying. forever. That's I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you hung with so, us. Here's a question for you. When did you move out of Wisconsin? I moved out? Well, I went to college. Yeah. So it's been, you know, it's been quite a while since I lived there. Mid-80s? Mid-80s? Well, Were I, you still there in the mid-80s? Yeah, I was in that area, yeah. So do you remember, and I worked at uh, five summers up in northern Wisconsin. I'm kind of going off and down here. Uh, do you remember the stop treaty abuse? Um, no, no uh-uh. stop treaty abuse. Yeah. And it was a, a truly bizarre period of time. And it was where the Native Americans were, were coming in and they had the right to spearfish. All the lakes in Wisconsin. Okay. And and they were kind of taking advantage of it in some of the fishing lodge areas. I worked up there way up north. Okay. Uh, past Monaco, Woodruff, Tomahawk, all past that, near the UP. So uh, they were going to have a conference between, I think it was like the Chamber of Commerce and then some Native elders. And my buddy who worked at the camp with me, he was studying journalism. He says, I kind of want to go this to this. You want to go with me? And, uh, you know, I said, what the heck? It was up near Boulder Junction or Eagle Rip okay. in that area. All right. And they had this conference, and it was, I won't say the top five insane things I've ever seen, but it was in the top ten. And the Indians pulled out the treaty, and this treaty was like 100 years old. It was from the late 1800s. Okay. And they said, here in the treaty, we have the right to harvest the fish from the lakes that we need. And two curmudgeon overweight white guys, and I don't say that demeaning, that's just what they were. Okay. Said, You're talking about this treaty. Let's go to page six of this treaty. And it says that 
and there were like uh, six native elders there and about okay. eight or ten. Running <laughs> short of time here. Get like, listen to this. Okay, they said on on this in this treaty it says any party of two or more Native Americans traveling off the reservation can be considered a war party and be shot on site. And they pulled rifles out from underneath the banquet table. I was just like, holy shit. Oh, all right. <laughs> we'll take a quick break and be back in just a moment here on KG Mike and X. Are you on Medicare? Hi, this is Marcia Neal with Vibrant USA. The Medicare annual enrollment period is underway. This is the time of year to review your Part D prescription drug plan or Medicare Advantage plan and make changes for January 1st. If you need assistance reviewing your plan options this year, give Vibrant USA a call at 866-733-5111. There is never a fee for our service and our friendly agents will be happy to assist you. My first lesson in hard work came from my dad. A union pipe fitter, he started his own business out of our garage when I was five years old. He didn't go to a four-year college, but was able to support his family because he worked hard and because he had a great education through an apprenticeship. I'm Joe Timmons, and I'm running for the legislature because I believe everyone deserves the opportunity to succeed in our community. Before students leave high school, they should have enough career and technical education to access living wage jobs without having to go to a four-year college. Costs are rising, and families are struggling to afford food, gas, and housing. My own family's rent went up 35% last year, right here in Whatcom County. Healthcare costs are also way too high. That's why I want to work with both parties to lower costs for Washington families, especially those high prices for prescription drugs. I'm the only pro-choice candidate in this race, and I am proud to be endorsed by Planned Parenthood. Women, not politicians, should make their own healthcare decisions. I'm Joe Timmons, and I ask for your vote. Paid for by Vote Joe Timmons Democrat. If you're a business owner, then the last thing you want to worry about is whether your building will have heat from day to day. That's where Smith Mechanical comes in with HVAC experts who can make sure that your furnace is up to the task. As a Rude Pro partner, Smith Mechanical installs Rude commercial heating systems that offer cost efficiency and incredible comfort. Rely on Rude to ease your mind and keep your business cozy. Call Smith Mechanical today, helping customers save time and money for over 25 years. Go to smithmechanical.com. Looking for vintage treasures at antiques? Bellingham Coin has got you covered. But did you know Bellingham Coin is also the prime place to go for precious metals? They pay top dollar for gold and silver, and there's never been a better time than right now to invest in silver to hedge against recession. The friendly staff at Bellingham Coin will teach you how to invest wisely in precious metals for a future that shines a little brighter. Come find your hidden treasures by visiting us at the Bellingham Coin Shop on Cornwall Avenue in Bellingham and at BellinghamCoin.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. We are taking your calls live. We want to hear from you, whatever is on your mind. We've had an interesting bunch of topics and discussed here today. Healthcare, health care. And I know the further caller brought up uh, Obamacare and... No, it's like that's still not settled in many people's minds, and it's still this awful thing. But I, I, and I think when it comes to healthcare, we definitely, as a nation, we we still need more reform. 
but that was a step in the right direction. Get uh, as many people uh, with health insurance as possible. But uh, whatever's on your mind, we want to hear from you. 360-676-5464. Jim in Bellingham joins us. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. How are you doing today? Doing well. Well, I just thought of this. when I I was watching TV, and uh, they had an ad for a Republican uh, legislative candidates and just vote for all of them it said it didn't have any particular candidate and i just wanted to let you know and anyone else that you, you uh, do you think it's the same thing that's going to happen if the republicans get in the state legislature that they'll vote in these anti um voting laws that make it harder to vote and even overturn an election you know if they just if they don't like it and uh it's happened in other in many other states i don't know uh it, and our, I think our legislatures are pretty evenly split most of the time, aren't they? Pretty close, but Democrats have held a, a majority now for the last number of years. If you recall, not la- that long ago, this the Senate uh, Republicans held the Senate with the yeah. um, with uh, two Democrats who have since ret- I think they both retired. Uh, co- um, you know, um, joining them in a caucus with uh, with Republicans, but. Um, I don't know. I haven't really heard Republican candidates talking about the the election issue. Um, Our late senator, Doug Erickson, had talked about uh, and questioned the integrity of our system and talked about wanting to go back to a a vote in person at a polling place type of system. But um, I haven't really heard people now running for office from either party talking about uh, changing our system. So um, the worst of those are the uh, overturning the results. And that's a serious matter. You know, if we all vote for uh, Gavin Newsom or Joe Biden in the next election and he gets more votes in our state and wins the electoral votes and then the Republican legislature. I don't know if it's the House and the Senate or would it be just the House? or the Senate, but in either, in any case, they have been doing that in other states. And so then they, well, we don't like uh, Biden too much and he was fraudulent, you know, and uh, so there, there's some um, kind of deceitful people, I think. I don't know if the, they are exist in our state as much as others, but at any event, thanks for letting me, uh, I'll warn people that, you know, if you end up with a Republican legislature in our state, they can quite possibly enact laws to overturn the uh, election and as well as restrict voting ability. And uh, Well, if they so did, I, I, I suspect, uh, you know, uh, and um, uh, Inslee will be governor for a while and he would be able to but veto a, that, a, an effort uh, and then they would have to have a two-thirds majority to override a veto. So that's, that makes that's it right. difficult. All right, Jim. Thanks for help. Uh, let me on, Joe. You bet. Thanks for your call. Let's go to Lou in Linden. Hi, Lou. Uh, hi, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. I, ha- I have a I have a positive story about Indigenous Peoples Day and Columbus Day. Okay. Very few people in our country and even Washington State know why Seattle, the city of Seattle, was named after Chief Seattle. Okay. Chief Seattle in 1845 met a Catholic missionary who traveled through the area as one of the first missionaries to get here, probably the first, and they became good friends. And the Catholic missionary learned the language that Chief Seattle spoke, and he was the first American who learned Chief Seattle's language. So he was. they got along great. And Chief, the, the Catholic missionary, of course, 
told the story of creation, Noah and the ark, and Jesus, and he, and Chief Seattle loved the whole story from the Bible. So he gladly converted, and he insisted that many people from his tribe, the Duwamish and Suquamish tribes, also convert. So there was a thriving Christian community when five years later, uh, the settlers arrived, 1850, 51, and they were they were literally starving because they landed in November, probably the worst time of year to land out here. They didn't have shelter. They didn't have adequate food supplies. And so Chief Seattle had um, the attitude that these people were his brothers and he would help them survive. Not one of the settlers died from exposure or disease because Chief Seattle was there and he and he was like the absolute ruler of his tribes. And he told the tribes to help the uh, settlers who'd arrived in 1851. And so that's when they had to pick a permanent name for the place. Uh, Doc, Doc, Dr. Maynard suggested that since they all survived here only because of one man, Chief Seattle, they ought to name it after him, the city. Okay. And that's how the city got its name. And uh, sadly, um, the leftists who rule in Seattle... Um, don't like to mention this story because it was a very positive story of interaction between the tribes, uh, Duwamish, Suquamish, and Chief Seattle, and, and the settlers. As you know, other tribes did not like the idea of white people coming, and there was some conflict. But Chief Seattle was always a great friend. He lived to be 80 years old, and the uh, people were always grateful to him. He's buried in a little churchyard out in Suquamish. I always tell people they should go visit the churchyard in Suquamish where Chief Seattle is buried. Okay. Well, thanks, Lou. I appreciate that story. And sure thing. Yeah. And and I, I think it's uh, it's it's important to remember. And I mean, that's an obviously an example of uh, an an indigenous leader and uh, people who were open to receiving outsiders or people that they hadn't seen before who um, may be considered to be a threat or uh, at least a rival. And, um, uh, and, but, and there were many of those. But um, as, so I guess that's kind of what I was getting at when we started the program. And what I was talking about yesterday is that there were civilizations that were not so welcoming and did and and had uh, you know terrible histories and violent histories, but there were many that didn't. And uh, just the idea that when Christopher Columbus came and that he and uh, and others who followed enslaved and basically wiped out many of the indigenous peoples that they encountered, that because some of those civilizations had a violent uh, history and a and a and a violent present that that they somehow that absolved the the you know the sins of what uh, was committed by those who came later just some ideas uh, so that's what our program's all about you know is just talking about these things and and we'll continue to do it tomorrow right here four o'clock once again uh, sorry about the mariners they um, were looking good through most of that game and then a walk-off homer Walk-off three-run homer in the ninth sealed their fate here in game one of the American League Division Series against Houston. But uh, they show that they've got what they what they need. 
get through this series. It's five games that goes that far. So hang in there, Mariners. Hang in there, Mariners fans. It can still happen. The magic can still still be there for all of us. So, and of course, you can hear all those games over on KPUG. And uh, we'll look forward to hearing from you tomorrow, 4 o'clock. KGMI Connects.